Welcome to the family with Tabby Pippin, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brappernard. And we will be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Devin's here, Catherine's here, Andy's here. Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing, Dutch? Hey. What's up, Dutch? Stock market's up, baby. Stock stock market's up, oh baby. Oh, my God. The stock market's driving me crazy. Oh, I'm going to turn it over to my wife. She wants no. to talk to you about the stock market. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, two years ago, you could put a dollar in anywhere and get like 60% on your money. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, it's down, it's up, it's down. It's, it's driving me crazy. I, I just sold a bunch of it just because I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's now a market where you really got to be in the right sectors at the right time and you got to rotate around a little bit. You bet. Yeah, and that's the impossible thing for somebody like me who doesn't sit there staring at Wall Street every moment of my life to know. Yeah. I check it every, like, three, four days, and I'm like, oh, God. That's what people pay us to do. <laughs> that's a very good point. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Dutch Masters, CarnivoreTrading.com. The website is CarnivoreTrading.com. So, Dutch, I have to ask you, do you have a giant Rembrandt at your house? A giant Rembrandt, a doctor. <laughs> right. Because the, the Dutch, Dutch master. I know. I, I instantly thought of the girl with the pearl earring or whatever that one is as soon as you... <laughs> Dutch masters. We, we've, got, we've, got quite, we've got quite a few pieces of art here around what we call the X-Mansion where we do all of our trading. So, yeah. The X-Mansion. I like it. There's a new beast on Wall Street, Carnivore. Will it be cheaper one day to burn your dollars and to buy oil to heat your home with? Yes. The markets are saying Biden <laughs> won't get his capital gains tax. Like, you got a lot to talk about, Dutch. I just want to step aside and hear it. Well, I think uh, what we did at Carnivore Trading was really we decided that we were a bunch of Wall Street guys who were taught by some of the old masters. Speaking of old masters, some of the greatest traders were our mentors, and those guys taught us how to trade individual stocks and how to do that in a way that made real money. Um, we're talking about, you know, if we didn't make 7% a month, they would fire us. And today, Wall Street has kind of successfully uh, told everybody that they should be happy if they get a 7% return a year. And so we wanted to actually show people our trade live by text message and that's what our subscribers get they get that plus at the end of every day they get something we call the market wrap um, and the wrap kind of guides people to what sectors we like what we don't like what we see happening out there in the world right now um you know you've got a biden administration you've got um various things that they like and they don't like and they're putting uh, things into place that um, have an impact and they have an effect on what's happening in the market. So actually right now what we're seeing is alternative energy stocks are doing well. You know, things like electric vehicles are doing well. Things like fake meat are doing well because they hate cows. And so, in fact, uh, Kramer was actually on television on CNBC this morning and he literally said they hate cows. And so we, we kind of all sat here and and laughed, and he said, he's been reading our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. So so they hate cows because of the farting? Is that the problem? That's it. The methane, they hate the cows. And supposedly, yep. you know, to save the planet, we have to get rid of cars and oil and everything else. So we don't really care what's happening. Um, I mean, we don't care about whether we agree or disagree with right. what the policies right. are. What we care about is what is really happening now. And if millions and millions of people are going to hate cows and buy, you know, fake meat, hamburgers, then we're going to make money off of that. If there are millions of people are going to buy electric vehicles, then we're going to make money off of that. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You know, Dutch, it's so amazing to me because I look back. <clears throat> My wife and I did many things many, many years ago. 
And what I love now is all these people have stepped up. We'll show you how to do it. Well, my, I own the very first Tesla in the state of Minnesota. I own another uh, electric vehicle. When we built our house uh, 16, 17 years ago, we asked if we could put solar panels on the roof, and the city said, no, you right. cannot. Uh, the morning show that I'm on, we, have, uh, we had uh, two black men, an Asian woman, a couple of nice Jewish kids, me. We had everybody. All of a sudden, 30 years later, everybody's doing what we did 30 years ago, when 30 years ago, nobody cared. <laughs> right. Isn't right. that amazing? Yeah, and it's, you know, things kind of go in this whole circular way. But, um, yeah, we love the solar stocks. Uh, we've made a lot of money on those in 2020, and we're kind of back into them right now. If I can give your listeners any guidance at this point, what I would say is that what we're doing right now is moving back into technology stocks. Uh, rates are coming down. The whole reopening trade is kind of stalled and pulling back. That's why you see the Dow falling and you see the NASDAQ going up. Uh, when rates fall, the technology stocks do very well. And we had a big spike in rates, and now they're coming back down. And I don't think we're going to see any action from the Fed for you know this year. Right. So we're really uh, pretty bullish on on the stock market. We're bullish on uh, the technology stocks coming back. We like the big cap tech stocks. We think they're going to do very, very well. Uh, we also like the alternative energy space. And we've done some interesting stuff with, uh, you know, we, we bought Beyond Meat, uh, which is the fake meat company that everybody, Jack in the Box, is making burgers out of it right. and all that stuff. Right. I just yeah. sold mine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I bought know. it, and it was like losing, losing, and I just got rid of it. Oh, it's a violent stock. It really shakes people out. It's very violent. We we kind of look at uh, different stocks and how they trade. There's we call I, I I use a lot of weird terminology, but stocks that trade just kind of nice and smooth. I call those righteous stocks. You know, they trade righteously. And then there's violent stocks, and yeah, Beyond Meat's one of those violent ones that just shakes people out like crazy. Why is that when it's becoming more and more popular and more and more mainstream? Why is that? Why is that happening? Man, that is a fantastic question. I wish I really knew the answer. It's just funny how stocks have their own personality, and each stock has its own. For example, um, you can buy a you know William Sonoma stock and everybody loves William Sonoma, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that is a righteously trading stock that just kind of trades in a beautiful channel. Uh, and it's, you know, not upsetting and it's, you know, not dramatic. Uh, but then you can get to somebody like a Beyond Meat and it just shakes you around like a, you know, almond tree getting getting shook off and it's just, it, you're, you're, so, you're so dizzy from it. You're like, I can't handle this anymore. And you get out. Yeah, that makes total sense. Now, Dutch, I got that. Mike, you, you could not have picked a better day to come on this show because I'm I'm on this thing today. As I said, I do a morning show in town as well, and then I do this show in the afternoon with my family, which I love to do. But <clears throat> perfect day for Dutch Masters to be on, ladies and gentlemen. CarnivoreTrading.com is the website again. And here's why. How does the fact that our television news, our print media, and a lot of our national public radio lies to people every day about what's true and what isn't, how do their lies affect the stock market? And the reason I'm asking that is because they reported yesterday that, uh, that Warren Buffett pays no income tax. 
But I researched it, and he actually does pay income tax. They were just talking about certain things. So in a way, they were lies of omission. Why do they do that? Because doesn't that cause your job to be a lot bigger headache? It does, because when you send that kind of stuff out there, um, you know, nobody hears the fact-checking, right? They just see right. the headlines. <laughs> right. And, and they know that. Um, I, I believe it's part of the narrative. Uh, I believe what they're trying to set up is something called universal basic income. Yep. So what they're trying to do is get the entire country basically hating the rich and setting it up so that when they do go after creating universal basic income, which is a monthly check to every American for whatever reason, um, it, 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 it's part of the ultimate program. And I actually uh, wrote a piece today in our market wrap that if people sign up for our two-week free trial today, they can actually see this piece. It's called, You Will Own Nothing and Like It. <laughs> and um, yeah, my son's shaking his head right now, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's happening is, uh, you know, we actually have this, what we call uh, the permanent capital class. These are mega wealthy individuals, the Bill Gates of the world, uh, the and then pension plans and the large private equity companies. They have so much permanent capital, real capital, that what they're doing now is actually buying entire neighborhoods, residential neighborhoods, and paying 20 and 30% premiums for them. So eventually what we're going to see here is, you know, and it may take a while for this to happen, but the prediction is people are going to, you're not going to own a home anymore. You know, you're going to rent your home. And the idea of home ownership for our next generation is going to be a thing of the past. Uh, Because the permanent capital class is going to own all the real estate. Talking about BlackRock? You got it. Oh, listen to my wife, but big shot. I better sit back, otherwise I'll sound stupid. Somebody, somebody's doing some research over there. <laughs> well, it's, it, exactly. you know, it's kind of scary because I mean that's how Americans have traditionally built their wealth and their nest egg for retirement. So what are, okay, so if they've got all these plans to do A, what are they, they going to do about B, which is retirement and people need money for things. Well, that's where the universal basic income comes in. Well, and I can guarantee it's not going to be enough to do shit. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's the truth, right? I mean, mm-hmm. my, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, uh, you know, when, when they said, hey, we're going to help you guys out and you're going to in California, they're like, we're going to give you uh, $1,800 a month uh, during the pandemic. Ooh. I thought, my God, it, you can't even get a studio in San Francisco for that. No, right? no, God, no. no. Yeah, they're doing that in St. Paul, apparently. There's going to be a universal basic income for, I don't know, a thousand people or something. They've got all these little, they've got all these little experiments happening in all the cities. You're right. They are, they are doing that. I've heard about it in other places, too. And it's, um, you know, I don't know what to think of it. All I know is that how I was brought up and it was work your ass off, make some money and try to tell everyone to keep their hands off it. That's so amazing you bring that up because I've just been talking to people about that. You know, matter of fact, Catherine, my wife, you were just talking to there, and I were talking about this last night. By coincidence, again, Dutch, I didn't know you were going to be on today. You picked the perfect day to come on because just last night I was talking to Catherine 
about you know generation to generation to generation and and all the rest of it. I don't know why, because you know I I talk about it quite often. I grew up very very poor, but by the time I was 14 years old, I knew I was going to make a lot a lot of money and do very very well. And I asked my wife, why did I think that when I was 14? And she said, because you were willing to, you know, put your shoulder to the wheel and get off your ass and work. And yeah. That, that's very, very true. Now, not a lot of people are big into working these days. Is that is that the case? Yeah. It's, there seems to be an entitlement situation here. I live in a very uh, sort of affluent uh, area. And I see the kids and... I actually dated this woman once, and I was helping her kind of raise her children, and and her daughter turned 16, and she said, um, she came up to me and she said, um, you're going to buy me a Porsche Cayenne. <laughs> Are you? Are you? Okay. okay. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, said, I said, you know, um, no, uh, here's how this goes. I might buy your mom a Porsche Cayenne, and you get the 1978 Jeep, uh, you know, for going to school. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, kid. So why do why is everyone so entitled now, Dutch? What is that all about? Yeah, I, I don't know where that comes from. I mean, all I know is my father made me start a paper route when I was a kid. And I was probably, I don't know, 11, 12, 13 years old, and... You know, I delivered the newspaper on my bicycle like the old days, and my dad opened a Bank of America account for me, and, you know, uh, the money went in there, and, you know, you saved money, you know, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be an athlete, so I got a scholarship to college, and um, I, was, I got drafted uh, by a pro baseball team when I was 18 Ooh. out of high school, and I said to my dad, I said, look, man, they're offering me a lot of money. And, you know, back then you think that, you know, $40,000 sounds like the more money than anybody ever had in their right, life, right? right. So when you're, eight, when you're 18, right, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're used to having like 40 bucks. So, you know. <laughs> right. So, so and he said to me, I'll never forget the day. He's standing in the mirror. He's shaving himself in the morning. I'm standing behind him trying to talk him into letting me go play baseball and get this massive amount of money. And he said, I'll tell you what, son, I'll give you 40000 bucks to go to college. Really? And I said, "You? it means that much to you? He said, yep. And I just said, say no more. I'm going to college. Hmm. But, Dutch, wait a second. The twins could use you. We need pitching. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> they never came after me. It was the Oakland A's. Oh, was he uh, the well, you right in your own backyard, so that's kind of nice. That's good. Yeah, the Billy Bean. Uh, sure. I played with Billy Bean back in the Moneyball movie, and um, yeah, it was it was. Uh, so they 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 drafted me, and then the Oakland, then then, uh, then I ended up with the with the Toronto Blue Jays. So a lot of fun. Not bad. Hey, Sky Dome, that was a ball going see baseball there. Oh, you bet. You bet. I wish I'd have seen more of it. I wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, it's good you had something to fall back on. Exactly. One of the listeners wants to know what you mean by earn your earn five times your monthly fee guarantee. Yeah, so what we do is um, our guarantee is you get five times your, your monthly fee. Um, uh, I'm sorry, you get double your monthly fee at the end of a year if you haven't made five times that amount on your account now we have to have some restrictions you have to you have to do about 85 percent of our trades and you have to do them on the day that we tell you to do them right, um, right. Uh, but 
and you have to start with you know enough money to, to make it a reasonable thing. So, um, so those are those are things that, that that we require. But I mean, last year was a year that you know everybody made a lot of money, and so we don't even count that. But as of today, or as of Friday's close, um, you know the carnivore. Uh, portfolio was up, I believe, 216% year-to-date. Um, and so, you know, we, we've been showing people every trade. And what people, when people say, hey, man, that sounds like a crazy number. Yeah, it um, does. Yeah, when they say that, I say, well, there's one thing that never lies, and that's the text messages. I can't take those back, and I can't make them up. Right, right. They go out. They are time-stamped. And, you know, the trades we make are time-stamped also. Uh, so everything is auditable and, and, and real. So, you know, we just show you what it is that we're doing. We've got a guy I would like to take credit for being a great trader. I think I'm probably considered one of the better traders uh, on Wall Street. But we've got a guy who is a genius, Trader Z. And this is a kid that I found out of college, um, and I, I grabbed him. My job was really find some of the smartest people on the planet and bring them into Wall Street and inculcate them into the world of how to trade and, and basically grow a group of super traders. So I did that. And then out of all those guys, Trader Z turned out to be the guy that, you know, I said, boy, this, is, uh, this guy's really got it going on. So for the last 22 years, uh, he has done his magic and when we started carnivore i called him up and i said look you got to do this with me i mean you're the best trader living trader that i know of on the planet and there may be one other guy in austin texas that gets close and they actually know each other and um and i said so you know uh he said okay i like it let's do it and we're 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 we're, we're glad we have him you know, Dutch, i got to mention, when you said that uh, you talked about the returns on your investment with you guys, 75% uh, of the people in this room picked up their phone and yep. uh, typed in <laughs> carnivoretrading.com. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where do I send my money now? <laughs> it's 216%. Yeah, well, the cool they have a 14-day free trial. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the cool things that we do is we don't want your money. We don't want an account. We don't, we don't manage people's money, anybody's but our own. So what you do with the way Carnival works is you set up your own account at some commission-free trading place, and that's where you do the trades. Um, we're not after account fees and making money on commissions or anything like that. We don't make any money with advertising. We don't, we don't push things on you. Um, what we do is just our subscribers pay us the monthly fee. Uh, what we, most, most companies that are doing what we're doing charge somewhere around Three hundred ninety-nine to five hundred ninety-nine dollars per month, live, actionable trades uh, and access to the traders themselves. Because people can text me and say, "Hey, what's going on? What's doing this?" And you know, we we text them right back. And 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 so we charge one seventy-five a month. It doesn't matter whether you're a billion-dollar hedge fund or whether you're a regular man or woman. And um, we have billion-dollar hedge funds that trade our stocks that are our subscribers that we correspond with. We have some extremely wealthy pension plan guys and managers and of big money uh, because they love how we make 
great calls on what sector to be in and how to move and all that stuff. And so we don't charge them extra. So it's just, it's a very, we love what's happened in the world. There's 50 million new traders out there, you guys. They all want to learn. They're all smart. They're all quick. They're all doing it on their phones with their commission-free accounts. And that's exactly how we're set up, is to tell you exactly what we're doing. You guys can choose whether to do it or not. Some stocks might not be for you, but here's the thing. We only deal in really high-quality stocks. I mean, today we had two stocks that we came out. One of them is PayPal, and the other one was Generac. So those are multi-billion dollar companies, very liquid, super high-quality stocks. Uh, we don't deal in penny stocks or garbage stocks. We don't lie to people and say we can make you a million dollars off your 500 bucks by trading options. We think that's really you know, pretty much garbage talk. And it really but hurts that's what I want. So. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> I want a yeah. million dollars off my 500 <laughs> ah, well, there are some guys out there lying that they can do that for you, but uh, they also have legal problems. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm glad yeah, to hear that. Yeah. I have a couple. Of, uh, what do you? What do you? Okay, so with inflation happening, what's going to happen with the stock market? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Um, at first, people were afraid that the inflation was going to cause the Fed to raise rates, and um, that that was going to have a, a bad effect on the market. Um, what we have actually seen is, uh, first of all, the Fed doesn't want to raise rates. They want the inflation because you inflate away debt. Debt right. goes away when you inflate it away. That's the oldest trick in the book for a government is we got all this debt. How do we get rid of it? Inflation. Magic. So. They actually want the inflation. We've also seen historically that the stock market does pretty darn well, even in inflationary times, um, when there's growth going on. As long as you don't have a Fed that's really stepping on the rates too hard, and we don't think this Fed will do that. So we're we're our, our outlook's pretty positive now. What you're seeing with your houses are interesting, okay? Mm-hmm. So I had this guy come to me the other day, and he said, hey, you know, my house doubled in value over the last, you know, four or five years. It's, you know, I bought it for 800000 It's worth a million six. And I said, I want you to think about something, Bob. $800,000 house goes to a million six. It feels good, right? He says, yeah. I said, think of it this way. The truth is the dollar has fallen in value so much that it takes twice as many of them to buy your house. There you that's go. What, I said, that's what's really happening. And he goes, oh, no, you just, like, made my brain fry. <laughs> <laughs> Makes everybody's brain fry because they don't understand. I don't understand. Nobody knows anything about money, how it works. It's very true. It, so so that's, uh, that's kind of what's going on. I don't think we're going to see um, housing prices aren't going to crash. I think they're actually pretty stable. I think everybody's pretty good there. Um, I think the home builders as stocks are going to be bad stocks to own because they don't have anything left to sell. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I I have a lot of home builders that are carnivores and some guys here in town that are very good friends of mine that are executives, a lot of the home building places. And I'll go over and have a cigar with them and they'll say, you know, we're used to having 900 houses in inventory ready to sell at any time. I said, well, how many do you have now? And he goes, 90. Oh. And then last week I went and had a cigar with them and I said, how many you got now? And he goes, 
none. None. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I don't think you can't post great earnings if you're not making sales, right? And you can't sell what you don't have. Is that because of the lumber shortage? Well, a lot of, you know, the smart, smaller builders actually stopped uh, putting new uh, construction into effect because of that. Yes. Okay. Someone's doing research over there. <laughs> yeah, no question. <laughs> uh, can I take a very quick couple-of-minute break? You come back for about 10 more minutes. Does that work for you, Doug? You bet. All right, you we'll bet. be right back in a couple of minutes with Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen. CarnivoreTrading.com. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit SabreHeating.com. Masters are a special guest. There's a new beast on Wall Street, carnivore. Will it be cheaper to one day burn your dollars to heat your home than buy oil? <laughs> Just burn your dollars could be cheaper than uh, buying oil. The markets are uh, saying Biden will not get his capital gains tax hike. Now, I want to ask you that, uh, Dutch. Now, that's capital gains. How about uh, just ordinary income? Is that uh, is he going to get his his jacked rates in that? You think? I think there's going to be something that's going to end up looking like a nothing burger, but it's going to help him save face. 
That's oh, it. good, good. So you don't think we're going to get that gigantic tax increase? Because Minnesota, no. Minnesota wants to go from 9.5 to 13.5. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, I've always been... I've always been confused at at states that do this. Right. Um, I, I just have never understood it because you you know rather than fix whatever the problem is, you just want to tax more to spend more and whatever. And the reality is, look what's happening in California. They're right. leaving. Yep. And not only that, who is leaving? That's the key. So these are the smartest, most productive, most entrepreneurial, hardworking people in the state of California that are leaving California. Right. Okay, the losers love it here. But <laughs> <laughs> you're my new buddy. I got a new pal. I love your attitude. It is true that one thing you will never hear a politician talk about when discussing the budget is efficiency and optimization. It's always how can we get more money yep. and how can we spend more money? Free money. Or how can we, you know, like cut things to spend less money? It's never about getting the same thing for less money because you're cutting out waste or, you know, you're uh, you're updating to the times. You wouldn't believe how much, uh, how many computer systems in government offices, they're like 30 years old and it takes forever to do anything right. because they, they don't want to improve what already exists if anything they're going to throw it all away and buy a bunch of you know nine thousand dollar uh laptops that they absolutely don't need but hey if they have the money for it they're going to spend it i think it comes down to votes i mean if you yep. look at california yep. closely you know why is the dmv even here our department of motor vehicles is to almost almost 99% of the functions that they provide to be done online. Yep. Yet you have 60,000 employees? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because they're all <laughs> going to vote for you. Right. That is true. That's exactly right. So can we ever get away from that, Dutch? Because everything's about voters. I mean, obviously, the, the migration from Central America to the United States is welcome because they think they're all going to vote for them. I mean, it's all about votes, isn't it? It is, and I think what scared them to death uh, on the on the left was Trump scared them and he scared them so bad and the reason was I'm I'm here in California and we have third generation Latino families here mm-hmm. and they voted for Trump man um, there I mean a huge percentage of Latinos and blacks loved Trump, and the left was really scared of that. Right. And, no, no. and it could, because for them, if you think about it, okay, and I know the Latino community very well here, and I, 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 just, I can tell you, these are amazing people. They work hard. Yeah, they okay? do. They yep. believe in God. They love their family. They <laughs> pay taxes, and they want to, uh, they, they want to work. And some of these people work three jobs. And and so, you know, you look at that and you say, okay, well, so so he spoke a lot of truth to them. And and they um, they responded. Yeah, it's it's a the whole thing is rather amazing to me that everything's about votes now and everything's about 
it, everything's about how I can make money by being in power. It, it's really disgusting. Yeah, it's, um, it's just sort of, we're, we're, we're recalling Gavin Newsom here. And, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I think I think that, you know, the, the, the system is so rigged here that it's going to be difficult to, to toss him out. But, uh, but I'll tell you, if anybody deserved it, I think it's him. He's just been horrible. We got a caller, Chris from Fairbanks, on the phone. Chris from Fairbanks, Alaska, for you, Dutch. Mm -hmm. Hello, Chris. I noticed you've got a... Hey, how's it going? Good. I've noticed you have a very rational view of everything in the market. Um, So I wanted to get your opinion on black swan investing. Black swan investing. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard that term. Enlighten me. Well, about a year, uh, well, actually right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, I saw an article that uh, I think his name is Mark Spitznagel and Nassim Nicholas Tlaib uh, run this hedge fund. And in one month, I think they had 4,000% return, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so basically they're playing uh, that one every decade event, that negative side and they make a killing. So for for five money, they were just nickel and dime pandemic. Not much money in one month. I, I don't I don't know exactly what they played and what their strategy is. I can tell you what Trader Z says about. Um, I mean, there's some very smart guys who figure out how to basically hedge their portfolio so that it doesn't go up or down. But then when this type of an event takes place, they can make a killing. I, I'm aware of, of how they do that. We're friends with a lot of the hedge fund guys, and, hell, I hired half the guys that are there running those things now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of those guys, you know, feed me information and tell me what they're doing, and that helps, you know, because I pass it on to the carnivores. And But, uh, but yeah, I mean, what Trader Z says about <coughs> um, negative events, okay, when you hear people on radio or television talking about how, oh, the market's going to crash, the market's going to crash, the market's going to crash, those guys are right about once every 10 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I'm going to play the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, I, and I think what, what they're saying is they, they think it's been inflated and they don't, they, they're not predicting when it's going to crash. They just know at some point it's going to come down to earth. Yeah, kind they, of what never do, they never do predict when it's going to crash because they can't. But eventually they'll be right. I, I, I once remember a guy, oh, golly, Jim Rogers, um, great trader, by the way, considered one of the Yeah, I, I remember that name. Yeah, yeah he's, he's considered one of the market wizards. Um, and very smart guy, very, very wealthy guy, made a lot of money. But, you know, later in his career, he started going down this path of talking about how the market's going to crash every day. And after a while, you know, you hear this every day from a guy, and pretty soon you say, you know what, you're not allowed to come over and have cocktails anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a buzzkill. Yeah. (laughs) And I know you're going to be right someday, Jim, but, you know, I just can't take it anymore. Why don't you just give me a rusty razor blade, get me out of this place. <laughs> I like that. You got a big reach in Fairbanks, Alaska now, don't you? I like that. 
Hey, you know, it, uh, it was great when we got our first uh, carnivore in Alaska, and we've, uh, we, 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 we have this map on our, uh, on our, on our website that, uh, on the wrap, the daily wrap that goes out, where we welcome all the new carnivores from all over the world. And um, so for a while there, you know, you had five states and then 10 states and 20 states. And anyway, so we now have 49 states, and the only holdout is Vermont. Oh, really? <laughs> And I'm like, what's the oh, they're a bunch of socialists, so screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I might just sit back and listen to you two talk the rest of the day, man. This is working <laughs> for me. It's working for me. So, so well, look, look into Black Swan Investing. That, that's some of the most fascinating uh, strategy out there, I think, because I think the way he put it was uh, for 10 years, it's a piano reference. I'm not a big piano guy, but... You put you know, the chopsticks thing where you're just tapping two keys. Right. He says for 10 years you're playing chopsticks, and then one morning you wake up and you're Mozart. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's cool. I love it. So, Chris, what's going on in Fairbanks? Everything else good? Yeah, enjoying summer. Um, going to try and get out there and get some salmon in a few weeks, and I got my halibut, and everything's pretty good. Yeah, I went to Lund's and Byerly's and got some salmon yesterday, so. Good supermarket. A little more expensive well, that way. Yeah, it's a little more expensive that way. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I noticed the prices are twenty, thirty bucks a pound. I think I can, I can get twenty-five full salmon. So we're talking maybe eighty, hundred pounds of salmon for cost of gas. Hmm. Really? Wow. It's not fair. That's all I have to say. Chris, stay in touch, man. Uh, right? the the residents up here, residents up here can do something called dip netting, where they can. Oh sure, yeah. Have yeah. a really big net in the water and catch yep. twenty-five of them. So. Yep, not a bad plan at all for what that tank of gas. What's a tank of gas now? A hundred dollars? Yeah, Honestly, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push, push the bears away. Oh man, for my truck, yeah, I think it's about sixty, seventy. Oh god, it's a lot of dough for gas. Isn't wow. It? Well, it's like they uh, they pointed out. One day it'll be cheaper to burn your dollars than to buy oil to heat your home. <laughs> That's what Dutch masters yep. pointed out. Chris, thanks for your time today. Yep, I appreciate your call. I understand. Yep. Hey, hey, thank you, sir. Uh, so Dutch, yeah. So you get why Vermont? Why do you think Vermont is not on board? I don't know. I think maybe they've got 14 people up there or something. They just haven't heard their radio show yet. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole problem. But you know. It'll all work out. I, I loved all the tips. First of all, I can see why you've done well in your business. You're very good. Catherine, are you going to reach out to Dutch Masters and jump on carnivore dot, uh, carnivoretrading.com? Absolutely. I'll give anything a shot. Catherine will be on your site today. My lovely I, wife, Catherine Moran. I, I have a question about altcoins. What do you think's happening? And Uh-oh. is it going to, is that, I, I know most yeah. people say. Yeah, so, okay. So, Trader Z is like a super genius, and he's a super genius about all the crypto stuff. Yeah. And I am a non believer. Okay. And he, he hates that. Um, but, <laughs> this, but we finally had to come up with a philosophy or, uh, I don't know, something here, a rule. And the, our rule is we're stock traders. We're not currency traders, and Trader Z said that I'm so stupid about that topic that I'm not allowed to comment on it anymore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That works. I know. So I think that we've got some kind of thing coming. I thought that it would be cool for the United States to come up with, you know, something called, like, I don't know, the Freedom Coin or something and have that be, or the Liberty Liberty Coin and have that be a digital coin 
that is sort of backed by the price of gold, not necessarily gold itself, but backed by the price of gold. And I thought that's a genius thing, and I sent that idea over to the people uh, in the Trump administration, and they said, uh, we don't care about what you think. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think well that'll happen you. eventually. Properties are going to start making their own coins, because, you know, why not? I think, you're, I think you're right. I think you're very right. Oh, well, yeah, a lot of places are... It, it's in the works yeah. places, yeah. Well, by the way, I'm looking at our analytics. Uh, we get about one download from Vermont per month. It's one our Vermont. second worst. We get more listeners from Vietnam yeah. than Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess people you? in Vermont just don't leave their bubble. I don't know All right, why. I'm tweeting out how much Vermont sucks right now. Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vermont okay? Yeah. I think they're building those you know, tree houses and stuff and just kind of living in the trees. I don't know. What That's what Ben and Jerry's is, right? Vermont, Vermont I think yeah. so. Oh, Tom, you badmouth Ben and Jerry's. Uh, Maybe it's a conspiracy why. against well, you. here's a tip-off for, for the Ben and Jerry's. If you're going to sell ice cream, you should try to get your own weight under 400. That is very true. No, you got to test the product. Yeah, you can't trust a skinny ice cream salesman. He's a skinny ice cream salesman. I can't trust him. No way. Absolutely. Yeah, they get way, way, way Dutch. They get way too political for me. Oh God! Holy God, are they political? Yeah, they were one of the one of the first companies to just get wacky political on us, and it's uh, it's a little whack. Yeah. I won't Dutch. buy their ice cream anymore. Dutch, can we like, I, haven't had, like that. I haven't had Ben and Jerry's ice cream for 20 years. I haven't either. I haven't eaten in at least 10. You know what? I'll say it. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I effing love Ben and Jerry's right. ice cream. Right. It tastes good. <laughs> I, I just can't support Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I, but I try other ice creams, and I'm like, it's not as good. Mm-hmm. You know what's the greatest about really this? really not. The two youngest people in the room. I eat Ben and Jerry's. Well, I'm sorry. It's a totally different You're a disaster. I don't know. It's the best ice cream. That's mm. all there is. That's it all is good. I'll admit it. It's good ice cream. It's really well, good ice cream. There's a lot of good ice cream. Look not at really. Kemp's. Kemp's. Kemp's is no, horrible. Kemp's is kind of not great. Garbage. Bring Kemp's into my house. Dutch, they're pissing all over a local company, and now I'm going to have to pay the price on my morning show. They'll pull their ads now. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All I ever try to do is keep a shoulder to the wheel Dutch this is what happened my family turns on me I think Kemp's is doing okay they're doing fine (laughs) the secret of Kemp's now here's their slogan Dutch the secret of Kemp's it's the cows. It's the cows. Ah! Yeah, that's a good slogan. And everybody's anti-cow isn't, right now. Isn't that that's genius? True. Ah. Isn't that you know what? The ice Dutch, cream people. Dutch it's the pointed cow. it out. We got to do something about the cows. You got to get rid of the cows, Kim. You guys eat ice it. cream? You're pro-cow. Yeah, you must be pro-cow, both of you. Cows are great. Dutch, yeah, I would do? love to. Uh, I would love to have a cow backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch, we got to book you more often. you got to come on this show more often, man. This has been a great interview. Uh, thank you very much. Well, you know, those poor cows, they can't even defend themselves. You know, look at them out there yeah, on the field. I mean, it's just, you know, come on. What do you? What, what's there to hate? Come on. No, they just want to eat some grass and be left alone. Right. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about that, Dutch, is I grew up, like I said, in the inner city of Minneapolis, uh, uh, over on the north side of Minneapolis. Every time I meet somebody from, like, oh, you know, the southern part of the United States or California or Florida or whatever, oh, you're from Minnesota? 
You ever went cow tipping? I'm like, what are you, what? Yeah, yeah I think that exists only in movies. I don't even what the hell that right. is. I'm we didn't like, even I, do that in Wisconsin. I didn't grow up on Yeah, you didn't even do that in Wisconsin. Yeah, no. That's exactly I think right. that was made up by a Hollywood executive. It's like, this is what Midwesterners do. That's probably true. Yeah. But Dutch, yeah, if you don't mind, we'll re- I want to reach out to you once over there. If something pops up, I'd love to be able to reach out to you and get you on the show. In the morning show, Absolutely, too. Absolutely, anytime. Dutch, you're a good man. Dutch Masters, ladies and gentlemen. The big, just look for the big Rembrandt on the billboard and take a left. That's where Dutch lives. <laughs> thanks, Dutch, guys. Thanks for your time. Babe. I really enjoyed it. Thank, we did as well. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Dutch Masters, I, I love that guy. See, he's just yeah. very honest and very open, very upfront. Just like, hey, here's the deal. I like me. Catherine, are you going to reach out to him? Mm-hmm. You know me. I'll do my research. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Here we go. No, I thought he would. See, I love guests like him. And I don't think it would hurt, hurt the show at all to do a little uh, little monetary schmoozing uh, once a week. Well, what I like, what I do like, is that he just wants, he just talks yeah. about whatever he wants. And he, he's not hedging every word he says yeah. to make yeah. sure that, that, you know, yeah. it's yeah, he, okay yeah, with everyone. That. Yeah. And yeah, that right. makes me believe that he's a real person yeah and yeah it, not just a yeah. shill for some yeah yeah and like when you like you joke and say like oh like when do, where do i send my money to you so you can make me all this money he's like oh i don't want your money i can trust people that will say that i don't want you just to send me all your money yeah, well you it's interesting because they're charging a monthly fee they're not making your trades for you no but right. they tell they're you just telling you what to do. do and you go on your like robin hood or whatever yeah, app right. exactly yeah it. yeah so even though you're they say that you're guaranteed ah. to make more than your fee. Damn it. They're, what? I just thought, I, I really wanted to ask him a question about how everybody with their phones and being able to trade during the day, what about all these people that can trade overnight? Mm-hmm. You know, how does you that affect? Back? How does that affect? <laughs> Guess who's uh, back? The average person with Robinhood on the phone, they can't trade overnight. I know, that's what right. I'm saying, because the markets can, oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Because these big players can oh, change no, the market right. by yeah, morning, you, and you're like, oh, shit. Right, you wake up with yeah. no money. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if you're uh, like a accredited <laughs> broker or whatever the hell they're called, uh, yeah, you definitely yeah, have a major advantage over the average person. Yeah, and they still. get to watch the you know the yep. world markets. and. Yep, we're not allowed to do that. Once the markets close at Which 5, Which is completely unfair. Unfair, but also, like, I think helps with just general anxiety. Because at midnight, if I was able to, like, look at it and, like, start trading, that's I'd never true. sleep. Well, in. That's well, that's true. just your yeah. problem. That's something you think. One, one of his problems. <laughs> so, yeah, we have, one do we have problem. enough in this hour because to Because, I mean, most, most people that are trading <laughs> exactly. have lives and are right. just trading on the side. You know, leave that stuff staying up all night for the people that are, that's their job. Yeah, but in my yeah. mind, I'm the wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sure you are. Yeah. By the way, I should mention, because I did get a text about this. No, he did not fire Michael Bryant. He's uh, he's got a little uh, oh, yeah. thing coming. How, he hasn't been on the last few weeks. How is he? He's got a leg problem. He's got a leg problem. Well, he does. <laughs> he hurt his knee. That's why he hasn't been in the last few weeks. Because he hurt his knee, so he's getting it taken care of. And ouch. Then he'll be returning to the fold. I knee guess. problems are not fun. Meniscus. The meniscus, yes. yep, that's exactly uh-huh. it. Kind of folded underneath somehow, which I can't, nope. can't believe is not, that's not good news. No. no. Well, that must mean it tore off. I would think so, that's yeah. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Tore off. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is not wild on the tearing off of body parts. Well, he no. used to play basketball, right? 
Didn't Mike Brown play? No, he's a hockey player. Hockey. Oh, yeah. He's a hockey player. It was like, well, no. Until when? <laughs> well, I don't know about hockey player. He he joined in to play. Uh, <laughs> no. He lived, like, by himself no, at he, 18 yeah, in an apartment hockey. because he, did, he went yeah. to go play hockey. He must yeah. have been pretty oh, serious like about it. Juniors or minors oh, or whatever. Yeah, oh. something. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, hockey's, like, a weird... You don't, like, just go to college. You go to, like, yeah. a... You go live in North Dakota in a field and play yeah, on a junior so team, and, and then yeah. you go to college. Like you're 15 years old, and you're all by right. yourself With in like this condo, guys and, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to play hockey. <laughs> no doubt I about don't it. Know. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes with hour two, and Kostaki Economopolis joins us in hour two with the family. 